Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Father, thank you, Lord God, once again for a brand new day. This is the day that you have made. Scripture says you will cause me to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, thank you that I can come into your presence, that I can worship you this morning, that that I can know my Father better this morning. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise. Lord, as the one who keeps his covenant, I worship you this morning as the one who is faithful, who is called holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty as the Lord of heaven's armies. I worship you this morning and I give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, just for who you are and for what you do, I worship you this morning. Be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. We come into your presence knowing that we will find you this morning. We enter in your presence, into your presence because we just want to worship and bless you. We ask this morning, Lord, grace us with your presence. Let your word fill our hearts. Help us to understand the word as we read. And let your name alone be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. Okay, thank you so much for joining. Uh, Let's continue our reading of the Bible. Uh, We are reading the book of Isaiah. Yesterday, we stopped on chapters 56, especially we read about Isaiah's prophecy. On about the Messiah in chapter 53. Today we take chapter 57, 58, and 59. Chapter 57, okay, uh, just focuses on encouraging people to be repentant and to reject idolatrous, you know, idolatry in generally. Alright, chapter 58, I'm sure you know that wonderful chapter that focuses on what true worship is about. Um, Maybe you want to call it fasting, but it wasn't just fasting God was talking about. It was about prayer, it was about worship. And then finally, chapter 59, God gives Israel, God gives all of us a warning about sin. Please get your Bible. Let's read together. Isaiah chapter 57. It says, Good people pass away. The godly often die before their time, but no one seems to care or wonder why. Why? No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come. For those uh, who follow godly paths uh, will rest in peace when they die. So, Verse 2 is certain, okay? Verse 1 is not so, okay, and as in you shouldn't generally apply. It doesn't mean that every time, okay, good people die. It's because God is, you know, taking them away for this period, okay? It applied like that. 
there are times when good people die and God is cut, you know, um, their lives have been cut short, okay? Either God allowing it or the devil, you know, due to a mistake here and there has been able to cut short their life, okay? So it's not as if uh, because people die in their prime and then we will be excited. No one is excited about that. But we know that verse 2 is certain. Since for those who follow godly paths, uh, we rest in peace when they die. So we know, yes, that when godly people die, it's a victory over that. It's a victory, okay, over sin. And then it's, a, it's an opportunity to go be with God. It's an opportunity to rest, yes, to be, to rest in peace. So in the end, it's victory, victory, you know, for the godly. He says that, uh, but you come here, you witches, uh, children, uh, witches, children, you offspring, offspring of idolaters and prostitutes, whom do you mock, making faces and sticking out your tongues, uh, you children of sinners and liars, you worship your idols with great passion beneath the oaks and under grain trees. You sacrifice your children down in the valley among the jagged rocks in the cliff. Your gods are the smooth stones in the valley. Uh, you worship um, them with liquid offerings and grain offerings. They, not I, are your inheritance. Do you think all this makes me happy? Okay, so of course, God, we know that one of the reasons why all of this happened to Israel was because of their idolatry, okay? And then they are insistent to continue worshipping uh, these gods, okay? And then they were offering their children. God just could not understand it. When we get to Jeremiah, God will said, look, this was one of the things that he, did, he, never even, he never even crossed his mind, that you will ever offer your children, okay, as human sacrifices. And they were doing it, okay, and were not repentant. Uh, here, God was, you know, literally telling them, okay, who do you worship? You are not worshiping me, not at all. Since do you think all this makes me happy? Since you have committed adultery on every mountain. Adultery, of course, is giving yourself, you know, to someone else when you are betrothed or you are married to someone else. So in this instance, Israel belongs to God. But was committing idolatry, okay, with other other idols. He says, you have committed adultery on every high mountain. And there you have worshipped idols and have been unfaithful to me. You have put pagan symbols on your doorposts and behind your doors. You have left me and climbed into bed with these detestable gods. You have committed yourself to them. You love to look at their naked bodies you have gone to molech uh, with olive oil and many perfumes so yes there were some um particular gods that were worshipped by these people molech was one of the major major one we know baal baal is another one and there was this wicked demon chimoch that the children of israel used to worship like i said they offered their children as idols you know, to, to this God, they will go um, at their worship section, commit all matter, manner of sins, orgy parties, and that was how they were worshiping these gods. And uh, I'm telling you, God said, you have gone to Molech with olive oil and many perfumes, sending your angels far and wide, even to the world of the dead. 
you grew weary in your search, uh, but you never gave up. Uh, desire gave you renewed strength, and you did not grow weary. He says, are you afraid of these idols? Do they terrify you? Is that why you have lied to me and forgotten me and my words? Is it because of my long silence that you no longer fear me? Now I will expose your so-called good deeds. None of them will help you. Let's see if your idols can save you when you cry to them for help. Okay, so when trouble will start, these gods will be powerless. So there are idols and there are idols. There are, so they worship images of idols. Those things were just images. They could not stand. But there were idols that were clearly linked to demons. Like I said, Chemosh, okay, Amolech were demons. Beol was a demon, okay? And uh, they worship this thing. He says, let's see if your idols can save you when you cry to them for help. See why a puff of wind can knock them. <laughs> why? A puff of wind can knock them down. If you, if you just uh, breathe on them, uh, they fall over. But whoever trusts in me, I will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. <sighs> wow. All right, let's continue. Verse 14 says, God says, rebuild the road, clear away the rocks and stones so my people can return from captivity. Remember, Isaiah is the one prophesying Isaiah did not even see the children of Israel go into captivity, okay? He died uh, during the time of Man Manasseh. It, Nebuchadnezzar will come later to carry off, you know, fight Zedekiah, Zedekiah and eventually carry them off into exile. He says, clear away the rocks and stones so my people can return from, egg, from captivity. So he was prophesying about what was going to eventually happen. He says, the high and lofty one who lives in eternity, the holy one, says this, I live in the high and holy place with those whose spirits are contract and humble. I restore the crushed spirits of the humble and revive the courage of those with repentant hearts. Says, for I will not fight, I will not fight against you forever. I will not always be angry. If I were, all people would pass away, all the souls I have made. Says, I was angry, so I punished these greedy people. I withdrew from them, but they kept going on their own stubborn path. The first thing God did was to was to just step back. Okay, Israel still refused, continue worshipping their idols. And then, of course, uh, <laughs> punishment eventually came. This is but they kept going on their own stubborn ways. I have seen what they do, but I will eat them anyway. I will lead them. I will comfort those who mourn. Yes, God comforts those who mourn. This is bringing words of praise to their lips. This is may they have abundant peace, both near and far, says the Lord who heals them. Says, but those who still rejects me are like the restless sea, which is never still, but continually churns up mud and death. There is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. So I know, again, a lot of people are very conversant with verse 21. There is no peace for the wicked. But here, it was referring to those people who even 
after going into captivity and then it was time to return i'm sure you i'm sure you've not forgotten the story we read it you know in nehemiah we saw it in the book of Ezra. how there were lots of people who were so you know bent on the children of israel not returning to build to build their land he said there is no peace for the wicked hallelujah all right let's move on to uh, chapter 58 this one is focused on true and false worship true and false prayers true and false fasting okay whatever you 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 know um class as what brings you into the presence of god okay what you use to reverence god will fall under this it is shout with the voice of a triumph a trumpet blast shout aloud don't be timid tell my people israel of their sins is this yet they act so pious they come to the temple every day and seems delighted to learn all about me they act they act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its god they ask me to take action on their behalf pretending they want to be near me okay so that's why look i'm telling you with god it's not just about the fact that you come to church or that the fact that you just uh you pray 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 okay not just that okay so these people at the same time were always calling on god they wanted to use god as a talisman okay (laughs) they wanted to use god but god refused to be used he says we have fasted before you they say why aren't you impressed we have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it god now says i will tell you why i rest i i respond i will tell you why i respond it's because you are fasting to please yourself you are praying to please yourself you are calling on god but it is to please yourself you are doing everything you are doing remember jesus told the pharisees he says you will stand at the street corner or you will you will be in church you will be praying the loudest he said you have received your reward god will not answer he says it is because you have you are fasting to please yourself he says even while you fast you keep oppressing your workers okay what kind of a fasting is that or what kind of worship or prayer is that what kind of prayer you know focuses on destroying a neighbor when when jesus says love your neighbor as yourself what kind of prayer you know focuses on others sees people as as enemies as demons not necessarily not demon possessed as in those people themselves are the demons what kind of prayer is that he says you keep oppressing your workers what good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling okay so whatever kind of prayer worship you know fasting you know involves you fighting and quarreling you are not fasting you are on an on an hunger strike eh just get up go and eat something okay because you are wasting your time it says this kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me since you humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance bowing your head like like reeds bending in the wind it says you dress in bollocks and cover yourselves with arches is this what you call fasting do you really think that this will please the lord so the funny thing about god is that god sees our hearts as clearly as he sees our faces and i'm telling you this one which 
one very very important thing you need to know about god he sees your heart as clearly as he is seeing your face it is human beings that are looking at your face that don't know what is inside your heart the bible says that god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think so he sees or he hears us he hears our thoughts as clearly as he hears the word from your mouth okay there's no difference with god between the two <laughs> so everything that you are doing in terms of your fasting and praying who are you doing it for to prove a point to prove that you are the most powerful prayer warrior in the prayer meeting is this to shout you know and shake your body you know so that you know uh, you feel that god is moving uh it doesn't work like that uh please it doesn't work like that he says he says you humble yourself by going through the motions do you go through the motions just go through the motions of penance jesus said when you fast he says don't let others uh, other people even know you are fasting he says cream your body brush your teeth do everything you need to do Do, let your father be the one that knows you are fasting when some people fast you know the whole world has to know yes that they are on, on an hunger strike yes you are just suffering yourself uh, no, this is that is not the fasting God accepts. He says you are go you go through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like like reeds are bending in the wind. You dress in bollards and cover yourselves with ashes. He says, is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please uh, will please the Lord? He says, no. This is this is the kind of fasting I want. So there's a kind of fasting that God wants. There is a kind of worship that God wants. There is a kind of prayer that god wants there's a kind of prayer that moves mountains listen this morning okay there's a kind of prayer that moves mountain there's a kind of worship that touches the heart of god listen he says no this is the kind of fasting i want free those who are wrongly imprisoned how is that fasting (laughs) god says yes that is fasting free those who are in prison in other words the first thing i take from here is that true prayer is usually not focused on me mm-hmm. yes it's it's usually not focused on you it is focused on others the first thing god says that this is the kind of fasting i want free others that are in prison especially those who are wrongly unjustly in prison this is lighting the burden of those who work for you says let the oppressed go free and remove the chains uh, okay that bind people in other words true worship true prayer it tends to be focused on others not you any kind of prayer that makes you the center of focus is a selfish prayer god is not listening <laughs> you are free to talk as much as you want to but god is not listening true worship is focused on others it is share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from uh from relatives who need who need your help <laughs> i had to laugh, laugh at that one yes it says and do not hide from relatives who need your help that is what god calls fasting that is worship to god it is focused on others god says that if you do your worship like this if you do your praying like this eh? not ah, lord i need this lord i need this 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 just imagine just think about it if you had a child and your own child behaves like that will you give them what they are asking you for 
obviously even you will not give that child everything that they're asking for but if you have this child who is you know so humble and so you know caring about others and then one day they ask for something i'm telling you you will move mountain that is how prayer works you will move mountain to see that they are blessed he says god goes on he says uh, share your food with the own he says um let me take that again do not hide do not hide your your hide from relatives who need your help he says then your salvation will come like the dawn yes your then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal your your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the lord will protect you from behind you want to see the glory of god right <laughs> you want to see anointing right <laughs> you want to see you want your prayer to move mountain aha focus your praying on others did you hear me focus your worship on others you will see prayer move move your prayers move mountain not necessarily just move mountains for them it will move mountains in your own life i'm telling you it says and the glory of the lord will protect you from behind yes god will god will have your back he will be watching over you he says then when you call the lord will answer yes i am here he will quickly reply you want god to answer quickly right focus your prayers focus your worship on others it says remove the heavy yoke of oppression on other people stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors about other people free the hungry and help those in trouble since then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as day ah jesus it says the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are when you are dry and restoring your strength. You want your strength to be renewed. You want to pray in the spirit, okay, to the point where God is speaking through you. Focus uh-huh, your prayer on all that. Did you notice about that thing about Jesus? You will never even really see him focusing his prayer or using his prayer for himself. When he prayed for people, the power of God moved. And I'm telling you, you cannot have water flow through you to others and not be wet yourself and not be blessed yourself. He says the Lord will give you continually. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden. Ah, I pray that for you this morning. You will be like a well-watered garden in the mighty name of jesus it is like an ever-flowing spring see some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your city then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes it says keep the sabbath day holy don't pursue your own interest on that day but enjoy the sabbath and speak of it with delight as the lord's holy day honor the sabbath in everything you do on that day and don't follow your own desires to take to talk idly since then the lord will be your your delight i will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance i promised to your ancestor jacob i the lord have spoken so listen oh, uh, there is prayer there's a right way to pray and there's a wrong way to pray there's a right way to worship god god was telling the children of israel this is how you fast this is how you worship me hallelujah 
all right let's move on to isaiah 59 isaiah 59 god will be warning the children of israel about sin and it's the same warning god is giving us this morning is this listen the lord's hand is not too weak to save you nor is his ears too deaf to hear you very important god is saying i am not deaf so when you are praying sometimes and you can't hear me pay attention I have been, I'm telling you, I've been there before. There have been times I am praying. So usually when God is not answering, I'm t- my senior pastor shared this with me, that whenever he is praying and God is not answering, that uh, most times he doesn't just bother himself anymore, you know, focusing as if God is deaf. He knows that God can hear even his thoughts. So usually he says he just asks himself that, what am I doing wrong? What am I missing here? Okay, what am I missing here? So very important, God says, look, my arm is not weak to save you. He says, my ears are not deaf to hear you when you call. He says, it's your sin that I've cut you off from God. He says, because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. Yes, listen this morning. It is possible for God to turn away from you and say he will not listen because of your sins. He says, your hands are the hands of murderers. And your fingers are filled with sin. It says your lips are full of lies, and your mouth spews corruption. I know that some people say, Pastor, this does not apply to me. Scripture says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that is why we come to Jesus. Okay, that is why we give Him our lives. Okay, so that uh, the penalty of sin does not apply to us. He says, no one cares about being fair and honest. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. They conceive evil deeds and then give birth to sins. Since they ash deadly snakes and weave spiders' webs, whoever eats their eggs will die. Whoever cracks them uh, um, will arch a viper. Since their webs can't be made into clothing and nothing they do is productive. He says all their activity is filled with sin and violence is their trademark. Okay? So God was saying your whole life is filled with sin. Yet you want to call me and think I will answer you. It doesn't work like that. He says all their activity is filled with sin and violence is their trademark. Their feet are run to do evil and they rush to commit murder. They think only about sinning, misery and, uh, and destruction always follows them. Since they don't know where to find peace or what it means to be just and good, they have mapped out uh, crooked roads and no one who follows them uh, them knows a moment of peace. Okay, So God is saying, you can't live like this and think that you will call on me and I will answer you. Yes, I know that there are people who, st- who say, just live your life anyhow. Okay, It doesn't matter. God will answer you. Just ask, check their own lives practically. Without God, they live like that and God does answer them. It doesn't work that way. Okay? It says, so there is no justice among us and we know nothing about right living. Since we look for light but find only darkness. We look for bright skies but walk in gloom. Where you are looking for light and all you find is darkness. When you are searching the word of God and it is literally close to you, you are calling on the Holy Spirit is not answering you. Uh, it is time for you to pay attention. Lord, what is going wrong? What am I missing here? And usually God will point it to you. Uh-huh. God will point it to you. 
first john says if we say we are without sin we're trying to make god a liar and the truth is not in us is this if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness he says he says so there is no justice among us and we know nothing about right living we look for light but find only darkness we look for the bright skies but walk in gloom we grope like the blind along a, a wall or feeling our way like people without eyes even at brightest noon time we stumble as though it were dark among the living we are like the dead he says we grow like hungry bears. We mourn like mourn. We mourn like mournful doves. Uh, we look for justice, but it never comes. We look for rescue, but it is far from us. For our sins are piled up before God, and testify against us. Yes, we know what sinners we are. He says our sins testify against us. Ah, your sins. Ah. The blood of Jesus will cover in the name of Jesus. He says, we know we have rebelled and have denied the Lord. We have turned our backs on our God. We know how unfair and oppressive we have been, carefully planning our deceitful lies. Since our courts oppose the righteous and justice is nowhere to be found, Truths are truth stumbles in the street, and honesty has been outlawed. Since yes, truth is gone, and anyone who renounces evil is attacked. The Lord looked and was displeased to find there was no justice. He was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed, so he himself stepped in to save them with his strong hand. His justice, his justice sustained them. He put on righteousness as his body armor and place the elements of salvation on on his head okay so beyond idolatry the israeli society was was steep i'm telling you in injustice sin rampart right left and center that was what the prophet was was describing and that was why god himself stepped in yes he says he put on righteousness as his body armor and placed the element of salvation on his head he clothed himself uh, with a robe of vengeance and wrapped himself in a cloak of divine passion he will repay his enemies for their evil deeds his fury will fall on on his foes he will pay them back even to the ends of the earth in the west people will respect the name of the lord in the east they will glorify his name for he will come like a raging flood tide uh, driven by the breath the breath of the lord since the redeemer will come to jerusalem to buy back those in israel who have turned from their sins says the lord and this is my covenant with them says the lord my spirit will not leave them and neither with these words I have given uh, given you. They will be on your lips and on the lips of your children and your children's children forever. I, the Lord, have spoken. Hallelujah. So, I am so blessed. I am so blessed with today's reading. One of the things I want to take away from today is that, Lord, help me to live truly before you. Yes, help me to live righteously before you. I'm, I'm sure you know that this is so important today. Okay, uh, we live in a time where it feels as if there is no distinction between right and wrong anymore. Okay, uh, it seems as if there are no black and white anymore. People see white, they say it's gray. Okay, they see they see black, they say it's red. Okay, no, there is uh, truth 
and there is lies. There is righteousness, okay, and there is unrighteousness. There is justice and injustice. Lord, I want to live for you. I don't know about you. It's one prayer I want to pray this morning. And I think we should pray this prayer together. Lord, I want to live, live for you. So, Father, help me today. Help me to live a life that is pleasing to you. Will you open your mouth and pray this morning? Help me to live a life that is pleasing to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to live truly, okay, ah, truly before you in the name of Jesus, not to be swept away. Lord, you will go on to say that darkness is covering this world and gross darkness the people. You said your light will shine upon us. So, Father, this morning we ask, let your light shine in our lives. Help us live for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we make a commitment, Lord, this morning, that as long as we are in your presence, as long as you help us to come every day into your presence, Father, we will live for you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Lord, I pray this morning, bless your people. Let your presence go with them throughout today. Let your name be glorified in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.